started recording yet oh we did <laughs> shit uh, matter of fact i was just talking about how i was recording i got stuff everywhere well welcome to the strip tease podcast the podcast where we tease comic strips i'm l dog and i'm the corn dog and, and here we are and here we are yeah that was good <laughs> that was good i'm excited to be here today I haven't seen you in a while l dog yeah good to see you good to see you too yeah, I've been out traveling the world. Right. The US. The US. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I don't I I don't care about the rest of the world. I'm an American through and through. And um you know, everyone else uh just par- are all globalists trying to take us down. Right. Okay, <laughs> I'll go with that. And I say, "Why don't you try that in a small town?" That's what I say. <laughs> Yeah, Somalia, the country. <laughs> Have you heard about the um, Jason Aldean controversy? Yes, I haven't watched the whole video or heard the whole song. I mean, it looks... Sometimes I see these things and it's like he baited all of us and it worked. It absolutely worked. Yes. Clearly, right? Yes. He knew that would be controversial. Yeah. And he knew he would be able to say, like, there's nothing racist. Right. And we're all just stuck here being like, yeah, but what? Yep. Yeah, it's okay. It's, <laughs> it's just like, who cares? I, I don't care. It's the <laughs> I perfect, really don't. <laughs> it's the perfect song to make us argue. It's the perfect song. Right. Yeah. It's the song version of social media. So, it really is. So even if you don't think that guy's racist, I really don't think he's racist probably, but still fuck him. Yeah. His I, whole his whole art is to make us argue. Right. Right. It's a very well it's a very calculated song. Um and and you know the the video is problematic. I don't I think that was calculated. I don't know if any of those moves were by Jason Aldean himself. I believe he's probably he could be racist or not. I don't think it has any he would put out the song either way. Right. You know? Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say I don't think he is. I don't know, but I don't that doesn't prove to me that he is. I just think he doesn't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> He's in it for himself. Yeah, and it's that's a, how I see it. It's a perfect song, making all these these small town folk feel like they're tough guys. When really <laughs> all they're really saying is that what? You don't want them to try that in your small town, dumbass. There's way more people in the city. You want them to take over your damn town? You fool. It's the stupidest thing. It's really just, it's not saying so much that small towns are really tough, I realized, <laughs> as much as it's saying that people in small towns are horrified of cities. They're so <laughs> right? scared. Yeah. They're so scared. They're like, yeah, people are robbing grandmas and shooting up uh, 7-Elevens. It's crime everywhere. 
That's why I need to have my gun and my knife if I ever want to go and visit a big city. Shaking in your boots, you small towners. <laughs> yeah. We're coming. It's like, that's why I need to bring my AR assault rifle to Subway when I order a sandwich. Well, here's the thing. I mean, it's so, like we just established, it's all bullshit. But, I mean, if hypothetically it shows, I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw, like, people jumping on cars, footage of people jumping on cars and stuff. Yeah, if you sneak onto someone's property in rural America and w- deep into their property to find a truck to jump on, then they're, you're going to get shot. It's right. a completely different situation. <laughs> right, right. In the city, there's just cars everywhere. Right. You right, know, it's, right. it doesn't make any sense. There's no argument to be had. And a city is not a small town, and a small town is not a city. Congratulations. <laughs> That's the point you know? of the song. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that is le- that is legitimately what the- he's saying in the song. City's not a small town, and a small town's not a city. They're different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, and honestly, I've listened to the song. I was in Montana, and we li- I listen to the radio when I'm in Montana usually because I'm way out in the middle of Glacier, and there's not really a lot of cell phone service, and. Uh, that song came on and it's such a crazy song. Cause it's like, starts out like Robin, old lady, shoot a man in the face. And you're just like, what, what is this song? Oh, and now I got to like, listen to it. It's just, it's just listing crimes, you know, like, yeah. like, cause uh, we love that here. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you try that in a small town? Just see how far you get. That's why I moved out here, idiot, to punch old ladies in the face. Right. In the city where they like it. <laughs> and everyone knows no crime happens in a small town. Never. There's never been a crime there, matter of fact, um, because everyone gets shot, which is not a crime in small towns, <laughs> I right. guess. <laughs> uh, the song kind of is good, though. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> not like, it, like it's catchy it's got yeah a catchy tune yeah 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 it's kind of good like i would listen to it um if if i wasn't supporting racism <laughs> right i've uh i think i saw a news story on it and then i saw you know some internet guy making fun of it and that's my exposure so i don't know if i even heard part of the song yeah well good for you Good for you. Um, yeah, well, you can only listen to that song in a small town. Don't listen to it in a city. I wouldn't try it. <laughs> no one cares in a city what you do. Try dove hunting in a city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Find out real quick. Can't do that. They're called pigeons here. People don't appreciate shotguns being shot around. So I, I was in Philadelphia. And we went and to go to Independence Hall, where they signed the Declaration of Independence. Cool. Treasure yeah. Hunting. Yeah, I was trying to find a, a national treasure. Okay. <laughs> I noticed the clues on the back of a dollar bill, and it led me to Independence Hall. Um, cool. Yeah, 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 and. Um, there was we were waiting in line to get through because you have to go through a metal detector to get into Independence Hall um, f- 
for some reason. I'm not sure why. It's a place. I guess it's imp- it would be a place where people, a terrorist, would try and attack. I guess. I think any museum or anything like that has that these days. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Protesters in Europe are like throwing paint on like these right hundreds years old, you know, paintings and stuff. Right, 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 right. That bothers me. Well, we can get there later. Um, but so there's there's these metal detectors and they're going through his whole family is going through like three kids, man and his wife, They're like white. They look like small town folk. Okay. And um and all wearing cowboy hats. Pretty much. Might as well have been. Have like <laughs> a stand for the flag, kneel for the cross type clothes on. You know what I mean? Um and uh going through the metal detector and this kid's in a stroller. First off, it takes him forever to take his belt off. He's like, Oh, I didn't think I'd have to miss di- to, di- I didn't think I'd have to disrobe to get in here. It's like, yeah, bro, just take your belt off, you weirdo. He's got like this weird tactical belt on. So like, of course you're gonna have to take that off. What the fuck is your problem? Anyway, he gets through and then they push the stroller through and it starts beeping. And like, oh, what's this? They start checking through it and they find this guy has hidden in the top of the stroller his pocket knife. To try and get through, and he didn't think they would find it, and they found it. It's like, oh yeah, it's just a knife, uh, uh, and they're like, well, you can't bring that in. He's like, okay, well, can you hold it for me? No, we're not gonna hold it for you. <sighs> now he's really pissed. He's like, all right, I, I'll just go back to the car, I guess. You know, it's taking forever, and he had to run back to the car, and that's when I realized, oh, this is a small town guy who's just so scared to be in the city. Right, (laughs) you know he wants to see these american uh you know where america was founded and put together and wants to see these sites he probably considers sacred to whatever version of christianity he's a part of you know um and and he's just but he has to go do it in philadelphia a big city where there's people who aren't white there and he's just like i gotta bring my knife how do i figure out a way to bring my knife in because there's so much crime happening all over i'm gonna get killed i'll get mugged in the museum (laughs) right exactly exactly it was ridiculous man these people are so scared to walk yeah. around and Philly, it was not like we were in the bad part of Philadelphia. They don't put, they don't put a bunch of, uh, you know, they, they don't put a bunch of bad neighborhoods around the Independence Hall or the Liberty Bell. It's usually a. Well, I don't know, nice but I don't know. I went as a kid, and it seemed like all it was all bad. <laughs> Philly, I mean, not dangerous, but yeah, I mean, similar to L.A. Yeah, there were homeless people everywhere back in the nineties. And, and we were going around. We were going to the uh, where you're saying, not the Independence Hall, but we did see the bell, Liberty Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's homeless people there. I mean, it's a, there's homeless people everywhere. Little city, little town, big city, small city, big small little cities. I think Philly and L.A. are and Detroit and some cities are worse. Memphis with homeless. Yeah. Well, yeah, San Francisco. Oh, well, oh, yeah. How could I forget that one? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, Portland. But anyway, yeah, point is you don't need to bring a knife everywhere. <laughs> it doesn't really help you. But the protesters who are throwing paint on the paintings for climate activism. Because that'll work. Uh, what? Because that'll work. Right. I know. Right. Like that's going to. That's going to convince the Koch brothers to be like, well, let me start rethinking this. What have I been doing? Oh, Shell's, Shell's CEOs are meeting and being like, oh, no, Van Gogh got some blue paint on it. Better roll back drilling for oil. Oh, this fracking's getting out of control. They just ruined a Matisse. You know, I don't know. I get, I understand the message, but I don't agree with execution same here i think almost no one does and those people are either idiots or maybe there's like what's it called when you're sent to sabotage the other side uh oh right right a, right, uh, right provocateur yes that would make sense although a lot of people are stupid so who knows that's <laughs> <laughs> true a lot of people are stupid I just think there's a better way to raise awareness. And, you know, I think the best way to raise awareness about uh, climate change, the climate is already doing itself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's a, it's a depressing topic because by the time. I mean, it'll be too late by the time everyone realizes, you know what I mean? Yeah. It'll be like, oh, well, let's just uh, undo all this damage. Right. Can't. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I think if we could just figure out a solution, that would be great. Good call. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is step one. We're, we're further than the paint throwers. We are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I'll tell you one thing. Um, if, if, you know, the floods and the fires and everything isn't convincing these um, oil billionaires, trillionaires, or whatever. Um, a little paint on <laughs> a painting ain't gonna do nothing. No. Also, they're it's really not really up to the oil barons. It's up to the government. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's so complicated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can't expect the oil people to regulate themselves. Right. And just give up their business. <laughs> right. But we've got to, yeah. I don't know what to do. Well, I figured we would figure it out on this podcast and that would help <laughs> save the world and probably get our, our numbers up on views, I would hope. Well, you know, on this podcast, we've talked about Elon Musk a few times. And I used to really like Elon Musk because he was making electric cars mainstream. And uh, I sensed that you kind of had a dislike for Elon Musk and you've said he was dumb a couple times. And I was like, I don't think he's that dumb. But dude, he named Twitter X. <laughs> yes. You were always right. <laughs> How could I ever think? What did I see? He tricked everybody. That's what pushed they're giving you him. They're giving him all the money for the rockets. And that I don't know. That's what pushed you over the line is calling Twitter X. I think it all built up, but I was just like, eh, whatever. He can be a goofball. That's fine. That's fine. What? Oh, okay. Oh, you are dumb. <laughs> you know? What do you think is so dumb about naming Twitter X? Because uh, I, 
think it's a weird move, but I don't understand why it's so dumb. Because he just spent a lot of money to acquire this intellectual property, and then he switched, changed it. Oh, right. Yes. Part of the reason that's so valuable is because everyone knows what Twitter is, and they talk about tweeting all the time. And every news station says, follow our Twitter, and all this stuff. Right, right. And now... Just changing the name, a lot of them are not going to say, now follow me on X. A lot of them will, but you're going to lose a huge percentage of yeah. people that are just like, eh, whatever. I, I guess Twitter's over. I, it just makes it seem like it's over. It's like final. Like, no, Twitter's finally over. I'm just still calling it Twitter, and you can't stop me from calling it <laughs> Twitter, you know? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, he's an idiot. He, he always has been, and he's just... A rich guy who got everywhere he did by using his money. And he's not even that, I don't know. He's just autistic enough that people can confuse his idiocy for being a genius. I don't know. I don't know what to think. I mean, he's got to be, he's not completely brainless, clearly. But I got to say, too, by the way, I have, uh, just so everybody knows, I have a TMJ issue. That's the jaw joint and uh it's been painful for months i finally found exercises that make the pain go away oh wow but now as i'm talking to you i am clicking non-stop really it is freaking me out yeah oh my god <laughs> can you continue yeah i have a doctor's appointment in a couple of weeks and it doesn't hurt and i don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is because your ears do pop naturally because there's like pressure tubes. Yeah. But if your joint is popping, that's a big deal. But whatever. It doesn't hurt. I don't know. It's a big it's a test. Big. Test. One, two, three. Yeah. See, when I do that or maybe it's because I'm turned. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Test. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Sorry no, to be such a okay. weirdo. It's so freaky. So is anyone it- out there that has a TMJ issue? You're not alone. <laughs> well, that's comforting for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you have so it hurts when you're talking now. No, it doesn't hurt. It just clicks. Your jaw clicks. Yeah. Weird. But I've been dealing with it for months. Like I said, it's it has been painful until the last over the last like six or seven days. I did these exercises, and now the pain is gone. Like I said. Yeah. But now, maybe because I'm paying more attention to it, I'll admit. But yeah, every, oh, it's just popping nonstop. I can't even. Wow. Like, I can't even put my finger up every time. Because like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sounds like a Samba concert in there. Well, do you yeah, want to still record this episode? Let's finish it out. Yeah. I've got to exercise my mouth anyway. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. I think. Part of why it lasted so long was because I, well, first of all, I went to urgent care, which was a complete waste of time. The guy gave me basically a prescription for painkillers for seven days and didn't tell me anything. Yeah. And I, my dentist said, take it easy. That guy, I think said, take it easy. And I see online things like, oh yeah, avoid yawning and singing and doing certain things. So in my mind, I'm just like, okay. I'm just going to take it easy and rest my jaw. 
And I think that exacerbated the problem. I was supposed really? to be stretching and exercising my jaw, which I'm doing now. Interesting. And that's helping. That's helping. But at this point, I've spent so many days in a row paying close attention to my jaw that now I hear every little crackle. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, if you pay attention, are you crackling when you talk? I don't all? think so. But I'm not as in tune to my cracking, jaw cracking maybe as you are, but. Not even like your spit crackling like. What, well, what? No, I feel like that's. You have to have spider senses to sense something like that. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean inside of your, you know. No. There is an amount of cl- clicking that's normal. Oh, right around here, right around the top by your ear. Oh, wait, I felt the click. I felt the pop. Right, <sighs> right. Man, this is crazy. This is a. But medical- it's not deadly. It's not cancer and what, you know, I'll be fine. This is a medical mystery. Well, it's TMJ disorder. Okay. Temporomandibular so joint. Huh? Temporomandibular joint. So jaw is not part of TMJ at all? I thought that was the J part. Nope. Joint. So you can have TMJ in any joint. No. That's the name of the joint, the temporomandibular joint. Your mandible is another name for your jaw, I think. But the problem is called TMJ. Well, that's what's weird. I guess it's called TMD sometimes for disorder. And on my, excuse me, on my paperwork, they said uh, TMJ syndrome. So I think it's just, TMJ is the name of the joint. And I think people just call it TMJ because whatever. And it is a big mystery because... Everyone who has it has it for different reasons and has a different, it means you're just a little bit dislocated. So Mm. it could be a billion different things. I think, and I stopped using earbuds and that helped too. Oh, whoa. And I think it was caused at least partially by earbuds, but you read a list of things you're not supposed to do. It's like, I grind my teeth at night. I didn't wear a mouth guard. Now I do. Um, I slept on my side. I... Wore earbuds, uh, you know, all kinds of things like that. These all sound like very normal things that everyone probably does. A lot of people are probably listening to us right now in earbuds lying on their side. Yeah, I don't know how to sleep any other way still. I actually still have to sleep on my side. But I got a mouth guard and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I sleep on my side all the time. I sleep tummy down on the side. Me too. You too? Sort of. <laughs> Sometimes it. I can sleep totally on my side. Yeah. Well, you did. Sometimes I put the the bottom leg down. Yeah, and your belly, and you just like yeah. Yeah, I, I see mean. my tummy. This is a fun fact about me. When I sleep, I like to scooch down and have my feet off the bed. Oh, really? Yeah, because if I'm laying on my tummy, my feet are pointed down, right? So if they're on the bed, it'd be like like this. By the way, that's the worst position to sleep in is on your belly. For your skin. Oh, is it? Or for what? Your spine and your insides and everything. Uh-oh. But you're probably fine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know. I mean, I've been reading I'm sp- as with the TMJ issue, I'm supposed to sleep on my back. Yeah, everyone's supposed to sleep on their back like a vampire. <laughs> that's impossible. Yeah, exactly. That, I tried that, and I... 
And to get comfortable, I had to do that. And it didn't even, it's like, I can never fall asleep like this, no matter how sleepy I am. Yeah. You're supposed to sleep like that. You're supposed to tape your mouth shut. <laughs> Have you seen that? They make mouth tape. No. You're supposed to tape your mouth shut. So you only breathe in your nose. You're never supposed to breathe out of your mouth. Only your nose. Tape your mouth shut. <laughs> Wear okay. a eye mask. Until you get a sinus issue and suffocate, I guess. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. This is what I do when I sleep. I'll lay on my back and I go. I go. Me, 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 me. <laughs> it's really like annoying me, for me, my me, ex. Me, me, me. <laughs> a me, 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 me is a real thing, I think. Me, no me, way. Me, 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 me. That's a cartoon thing. I lived with the woman and my snoring drove her crazy. And I was like, okay, I'll get a snore, you know, thing. Yeah. And I guess I just didn't take it that seriously. I'm not up. I don't know that I snore. I don't know how bad it is, but like a couple of weeks after just saying that and then never getting the snore thing, she got really mad at me. <laughs> She's like, you said you were going to buy like a nose strip. I was like, Oh, I, I guess I was just trying to shut you up. <laughs> I guess I'll get one. Did you buy one and it helped? <laughs> no, we broke up shortly after. That, <laughs> um, yeah, I snore sometimes. Snoring's embarrassing. Oh yeah, It'd be nice if you didn't. No one snored. I stayed when I was a kid. I stayed in a hotel room with my dad and my grandparents. I don't remember why. Maybe we were at a wedding or a funeral or something. But someone, I assumed it was grandpa, was like. <laughs> Like it was echoing in the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. The next morning I started talking about it. You know, it's kind of funny, but also kind of like, oh my God, did you hear grandpa last night? And my dad was like, that was your grandma. Oh, snap. <laughs> Whoa. Mind wow. blown. Wow. Wow. Women snore. I love you, grandma. Rest in peace. <laughs> Dear. <laughs> She's a very sweet. Yeah. Um, I didn't know and her husband he... didn't mind it. Was, you know? was he deaf in one ear? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I wish I didn't snore. I wish I maybe like if I did have to snore, I do snore sometimes, um, which I'm embarrassed about. But if I could choose, I would like to like maybe, I don't know, beatbox in my sleep. <laughs> Is that your beatboxing skills? <laughs> yes. Yes. What's well, yours? Let's hear it. <laughs> that's <Wow>. from Doug. <laughs> oh, that sounded pretty good. That sounded refreshing, actually. It sounded like a soda commercial. I was trying to do the voice. You see these kids going, like, they... They do the bass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're so good. Make that into a beat, fans. Oh, it's about to start. Oh, I'm so <laughs> 
He's also the regular Bismarck key over here. <laughs> what if that's what he's? Oh, we sh- What you guys should do out there on Reddit is take that audio and put it to Bismarck key oh <laughs> video. <God. laughs> yes, it's just yes. him looking cool, going. Uh, but you say she's just a friend. You say she's just a friend. Oh, maybe poop. God, that is his big hit. Is that an original song or is he covering something? Um, good question. I don't know. The chorus, I thought it was, I mean, the verses are obviously original. Right. Um, but the chorus could easily, I would say it probably is a cover of something. I want to focus on that song because that song rocks. Yeah. Even though he can't really sing, but he is on key sort of. Oh, but he's known you. for beatboxing God and he doesn't do any of it in that song. I don't think at all. You know, it's just got a catchy chorus and uh, yeah, some cool rhymes. Interesting. Yeah. He's an interesting man. He's got an interesting look too. He kind of looks like a um cartoon. <laughs> I was gonna say something mean. Well, I'll say it. He looks like if Beetlejuice what do you know Beetlejuice from Howard Stern? Yes. That's who he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but bigger. <laughs> if you took him and then one of the um the burglar dog guys from DuckTales and merge them together. That's what he looks like. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we like Bismarcky, though, of course. Huge fan. Huge fan. Seriously. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's a legend. May he rest in power, as Logan would say. <laughs> yep. Um... Yeah, I, I wish I don't know. There was a brief moment where I wished I could beatbox. Um and then I realized a lot of the uh time and effort that had to be put in to do that. Um and I kind of gave up. But beatboxing is now I thought I could until like just now. <laughs> <laughs> like when I was laughing at you, he's like and you're like, Okay, let's hear you, Logan. I was like, Oh yeah. And then I couldn't do it at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I ra- went straight for the one thing I don't know how to do. That was pretty good. No, you That's the, the same dog, one. Yeah. <laughs> I got to add pretty more good. stuff. You've got a nice little hi-hat. Go go! Uh, I was just getting the hang of it. Well, too late. I ran out of energy. That's okay. Let's see who's better. Was that better or was this better? Hey, that was pretty good at the end. Thank like you. Try to do it. It was like a dog trying to use a turntable. Shake, shake. It's like how Conan used to do it. He would go. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Yeah. No one, uh, you know, my love of hip hop originated from uh, whenever Robin Williams would do his funny hip hop characters on on talk shows. Oh, (laughs) sideways and go, yo, 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 man. Oh, look, I'm a hip hopper. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, that's a good Robin Williams. Oh, look, that's my Robin Williams. I love that. I love that. Uh, Should we do a fact? Let's do it. All right. All right, folks. I'm working on saying folks like the right way. Folks. It's F-O-K-E-S is how you say it. That's not how it's spelled. I'm not convinced. Folk. Egg yolk. I guess I do say egg yolk. Egg yolk. Folk. Try saying folk in a small town. See what happens. <laughs> folk. Fol- folks. All right, folks. Hi, folks. All right. Oh, he's from the city. <laughs> Get your gun. <laughs> <laughs> Get your small pocket knife. Out of your baby stroller. He put it in his baby stroller. You'd rather his, baby's, his baby in the stroller have a pocket knife than him not be able to, than him having to go into the Independence Hall unarmed. Might have been the babies. The baby didn't have a pocket, you know? <laughs> it was clearly his. He was a scared man. He was a very, very scared man walking through a Independence Hall, a very pretty part of old Philadelphia. All right, so... I got a factoid. I read Ripley's Believe It or Not, the comic strips. They have three facts each every usually. This is um, no exception to that rule. So here we go. These are believe you, you. You don't have to believe them, but they are facts. If you don't believe me, just ask Ripley. Um, and then if you don't want to believe that too, you don't have to. These are believe it or not, whatever, which I like about these facts. Because most people are really dead set on whatever facts they throw out there. on They need to be believed. And Ripley doesn't feel that pressure. He's just kind of like, yeah, if you want to believe it, great. If not, that's chill too. Think You got to do it on the other side of the microphone. I was trying to get it in view of the camera. So you're saying the microphone is in there. Yeah. There we go. All right. Well, I'm trying not to make it too... <laughs> Okay, fact number one. Uh, <clears throat> in 2008, an entrepreneur, on, I didn't say that right, entrepreneur, I said, entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, <laughs> this is just proving that I'm never going to be one of these. Do you have to be rich to be an entrepreneur? No. No. You can start. Okay. Anyway. In 2008, an entrepreneur. Did that sound right? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to say the R. What? You didn't say it, but I'm saying I think you're worried about that random R in there. Entrepreneur, but you don't. Entrepreneur. I feel like people just say entrepreneur. Okay, so per, I did say it per, right the first per, time. Yeah. Entrepreneur. In 2008, an uh, entrepreneur. <laughs> no, I'm freaking out. Entrepreneur. I guess I do say the R now that I think about it. Entrepreneur. In 2008, an entrepreneur. Uh-oh, now I lost the facts. <laughs> uh, 
uh, a guy, you know, or gal, you know who they are they're, or whatever they identify as. Um, one thing we know they identify as, I'm not going to say it again, it starts with an E, ends in an er. Bought a missile silo in Kansas and converted it into a 15-floor deep fortified bunker equipped with a store, library, and swimming pool. Whoa. That's dope. That's, but how do you buy that? <laughs> Why is the government selling people their old missile silos? That's not good. Good question. <laughs> and also, if you're building your own thing in a missile silo, your own doomsday bunker, why put a store? Because it's, it's its own city. What do you mean? It's a village. Oh, so he's planning to have a whole bunch of people move there. Yeah, he's trying to help the community, save them from uh, global warming slash nuclear war, whichever one comes first. 15 floor deep fortified. That has got to be lonely right now. Yeah, I guess there's no more information, but is he there alone? Is he there alone? Who's going to work at the store? How's that going to work? Who's going to work at the library? Um, are you going to get fined if you don't return a library book at the right time? You know what? People use the term library very loosely. Like, I have a library. Oh. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. I've definitely heard people point at a bookshelf and be like, and here's my library. Right. So you just got one one bookshelf <laughs> with, like, Fight Club on it. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Atlas Shrugged or whatever. Uh, whatever garbage books. I'm sure he doesn't have a great book taste. Hey, maybe he does. Um, he somehow acquired a missile silo. I mean, he may not be as dumb as we think. That's true. That's true. So I don't. I. I mean, he's yeah. So right now he's incredibly lonely, just going up and down 15 floors with an empty store. Dude, I think that would be awesome. I mean, let's say. I mean, did he move? He still lives in the same town. I don't know. I don't know. But if I own a 15 floor whatever, that's party central, baby. All my friends are coming over all the time. Yeah. And they get to help clean up after themselves too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think here's here's what I think. I think you're I I would come over for a party to that guy's house, silo. That sounds awesome. I would not come over just to hang out, me and him, in his 15-floor silo. That would be horrifying. It'd Dude, be really that would creepy. be fun to explore, too. I'm a weirdo. I think that would be cool. You would go just to hang out with him one-on-one? -on -one? I, I would like to own it and explore it or maybe go with a friend to explore it. But, yeah, if he just wants to chill and watch TV, it's like, nah, come over to my apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go to his yeah. silo. No, I'm with you 100%. If we've heard of a party there and we went there and we got to go to all 15 floors and check it out and walk around, that sounds incredible. Steal from the store and whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Vandalize some books. That sounds great. But he also doesn't, they don't say what any of the other 15 floors are. So I assume they're all like sex dungeons filled with real dolls and stuff. <laughs> That's a good assumption. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, in a doomsday scenario, uh, would I rather have my own doomsday bunker or live in some place like that? I think I'd rather stay in a place like that. Yeah. 
you got a community, you got a library, you got a store. You don't, you probably get away with not doing too much. You know, right. if it's your, you on your own, you got a lot of stuff you got to do all by yourself. And I don't know if I want to do all that. Yeah. I don't think I'm equipped to necessarily take care of myself in any sense of the word in a doomsday scenario. They have these uh, really crazy underground, like they dug, they dug an area out that's as large as a city. I want to say it's in Arkansas or something. And actually Jesse Ventura like discovered these caves, they're man-made, but they're caves, I guess. Yeah. Um, on his stupid show <laughs> where he was like, we proved that the government's creating this facility yes. that's underground. But you can look it up. It's just a thing where, you know, uh, companies store stuff. Uh huh. Uh huh. But it could be used as a bunker like that. It's really interesting. I wish. I mean, I I didn't. I just pulled it out of my ass. I don't remember everything about it or right, what it's called. Right, but, right. <laughs> but it's pretty incredible. I mean, it looks when you when you're down there, it's under a mountain. So imagine the largest parking garage where you can't even see the end of it. And there's like these huge columns, like, uh, 10 feet wide. Wow. Um, because they're holding up a damn mountain. Right. <laughs> right. It's pretty incredible. That's looking. crazy. But it is just concrete flatness and there's tons of trucks driving around. It's not a secret anything. Right. <laughs> right. It's just like, and it's probably a shortcut through the mountains as well. And, what Stuff happens like to all that exhaust from the trucks? There's got they have like filtration systems and stuff. Ooh, good question. That's like what I was thinking about this guy's bunker. Is what happens if you fart in there? Is it go? <laughs> what happens if you're on the fifteenth floor and you fart? Does it go all the way up through all fifteen floors? I sh- I'm sure you got to ventilate. You got to ventilate somehow, right? Yeah. I mean, even if you just put a fan blowing upward at the top, it's probably good enough to 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 get rid of a fart. Well, to keep the air flowing and like disperse the fart anyway. <laughs> sure, not every molecule gets out. <laughs> okay, here's my other question. If you were to build a doom dunker. If I was to build a doom dunker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where you could you could dunk Dr. Doom in <laughs> like a, a one of those tanks you throw baseballs at? No. If you were if you were to build a doomsday bunker and you which has happened to pretty much a lot of these people um throughout history and doomsday does not come what are you bummed? Are you pissed? No, it's prepping. I don't even hate on those people. I think at some point could be long after we die, but at some point that's going to be useful. Seriously. I mean, a solar flare could randomly hit our planet. A million things could happen. Yeah, and then we're all dead. No, that would shut off all electricity. That actually wouldn't do it. You wouldn't oh, need okay. a bunker, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just saying, random... Th- uh, oh, okay, an asteroid could hit, though, and ruin the atmosphere. Right. And then you go to, down to a bunker where you've got, like... Uh, um, filtration systems and stuff. I don't know. I'm not as prepper, but I don't hate those people. And I think, at like I said, at some point the world will end. Well, yeah, of at course. some point they'll be right. Everyone. At know. some point they'll be right, but what are the odds that their doomsday bunker is still going to be operational at that point? 
And also, how much longer are, of a life are you giving these people? And is it even worth living in the doomsday bunker? Or would you just have prayed to have died at the initial disaster the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> these are questions. I don't know. I'm saying if I build a doomsday bunker and I don't get to use it and I die before doomsday, I seriously wasted a lot of time and I'm pretty pissed. Yeah, but aren't you more pissed that you're dying? <laughs> I mean, I feel like on your be- deathbed, it's like, yeah, I'm- well, my kids, you know, you now have, a, uh, you're prepped for dooms. You've, you're, you've prepared your kids. Yeah, but be honest. You're not building it just so your kids can use it. They probably don't even give a shit about it and know how to turn the fucking lights on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I would teach them how to turn the lights on. Yeah, and they'd be like, yeah, whatever. Shut up, Dad. I'm playing <laughs> Minecraft over here, asshole. I've always hated you. <laughs> I don't think they'd take it seriously. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying I'm lying on my deathbed. I built the Doomsday Bunker. Yeah, I'll take some comfort in the fact that maybe it'll save my kids. But I'm lying on my deathbed thinking, fuck, I wasted a lot of my time on this. And for what? Should have thought about that before you started, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need a clean I need a clean bill of health. I'm spending a lot of money on a clean bill of health and trying to get the best uh estimate on how long I have to live and then figuring out how likely doomsday is to happen when doomsday is going to happen. And then I'll try and assess whether or not it's worth building this doomsday bunker or just Going on vacation with that right. money, you know. You know. I mean, if I could, if I came across a deal where I can afford a missile silo and one's for sale, I, again, I think that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, and this a guy. So I mean, he can afford it, and he didn't ruin his life buying it. Right. Well, I assume if you have missile silo money, missile silo money, you are not gonna go in there and build the library and store yourself and this was in kansas right yeah i guess i don't know if kansas is a big oil state but oklahoma right next door is i bet it's an oil guy he knows what's coming oh maybe maybe yeah and rather than put it towards fixing our planet he's just gonna build a Sweet little 7-Eleven, 14 floors beneath the earth. 7-Eleven. <laughs> He's looking out for number one. Um, No, yeah. He probably had a lot of people building the silo for him. He never spent... He was probably in Greece the whole time while they were building it. You know, on some super yacht. Dude, I mean, a silo, you get some furniture, you know. That's all you need. You don't need... <laughs> what, you, what are you thinking? He's going to repaint it? <laughs> I think he's probably going to make it look nice. If you're putting a store and a library in there, you're probably going to put some a little money into interior decoration. I wonder what this store is. I think the library is a bookshelf and the store is a vending machine or something, an empty vending machine that he's going to stock when the time comes. So he, no so he can tell everyone it's a store. It's a full community, but it's just a silo with a chair in it. No way. Alright, here's another issue with this. <laughs> this is no way. He buys a 15 million 15 floor missile silo, builds 15 feet, builds buys a missile silo, builds 15 floors into it, and then just puts 
Then just throws a vending Bring machine a and a bookshelf in there. And now you got a store and a library like, and everything else. No, he's got to bring his couch and his bed and his refrigerator in there. But that's it. You don't need help. What are you buying stuff with at the store in this scenario? And what are you using the profits from the store on? Well, everything's in Logan bucks. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, I know that. His, like, this is his ploy to take over the world. Yeah. Yeah, and then if he, it ends and he's the only <laughs> person left, right? If he's lucky enough to see it end before he passes away, otherwise he's got a fifteen-floor missile silo that's just sitting there, and nothing. No one's gonna read Fight Club in his from his <laughs> library. <laughs> I got so many books I never read. Same, same. Like all of them. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've been i've been i made a goal during covid to start reading the books that i own is this a donald trump book <laughs> rich dad poor dad i thought it was that is it's, it's an asian it's guy donald trump before he became president and then donald trump after all these court <laughs> cases thank you very much call me bill maher okay you ready for th- fact number two hit me with it okay an AI chatbot, Chaos GPT, was recently given five horrifying tasks to destroy humanity, which led to it attempting to recruit other AI agents, researching nuclear weapons, and sending out ominous tweets about humanity. Great experiment there. Holy shit. Why, why would you do that experiment? What the hell? That's insane. We, we, we think that machines are going to take over, but then you just program. Let's see one? how good we can make them at it. Yeah. What the fuck? It's just you're, you're jumping a few steps there, big guy. We, they're supposed to become uh, sentient <laughs> and then figure out they want to kill us. They're not supposed to be programmed to kill us. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it wasn't even like a military, like, oh, how do we get rid of Russia? It's just like, no, how do you destroy all humans? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Chaos GPT. I'm checking that out. Wow. So, yeah, that's crazy. It's not even that humans are, it's not even that robots are turning evil. It's that there's an evil human making the evilest robot. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense. But maybe it could be a plot to a movie. Those movies are like Terminator and Matrix are pretty cool movies. Yeah. And well, I think we got another one on our hands. Logan, we're gonna write. I mean, so that movie's already been made a few times, but there's this guy online. He's insane. I don't believe. No, no, no. Hear, hear me out. Okay, I just love the start of this story. I'm excited. well because I want to. I want to make it clear that I'm not on board with this guy, but his theory is the best movie ever. Okay. Are you familiar at all with Revelation? I in the Bible. I am not. I, I don't. And I hope right now you're just going to describe the plot to like fucking Corky Romano or something <laughs> like that. Okay. No. So this guy is a gigolo. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no. In Revelation, it talks about the Antichrist and they say, and I know this guy lays it out. It doesn't use the word antichrist. It calls this person the beast. And the beast has a, everyone has a statue of the beast in their home. 
And if they do not worship the beast, the beast will kill them. Cool. I like this beast. Dude, this lines up with fucking AI having like robots in your home forcing you to worship it. Uh-huh. And like, whoa, it like lines up really well. And it's interesting too, because it's like the AI will become evil just because it's, it's not alive itself, but it's all of humans shittiness from the internet, like gets put into this one personality of this artificial being. And yeah. then that rules over us. Wow. And, and uh, we have to like pray to our toaster all day or something. Or it'll toast us. <laughs> oh, Wow. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's I don't believe in Revelation. I mean, it's just a vague fever dream that like could mean anything. Yeah. But this guy laid things out in a way where everything lines up. You could do the same with uh, who's that? Nostradamus. You know, it's that type mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. That's a fun plot for a movie. Of course, this guy I saw online just thinks that's reality. <laughs> okay. 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 So that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it could be. I don't know, but he better hit up. Ah! <laughs> I got him. I got him. You didn't scare me. <laughs> I didn't expect you to start screaming. The microphone got came alive. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we better get to Kansas quick because I got a store I need to buy stuff from. I got a, I got a <laughs> pockets full of Logan bucks and store I need to, a vending machine I need to hit up before it runs out. Before it attacks you. Before it attacks me. Exactly. For not worshiping it. Okay, here's the last one. All right. In 2023, NASA's Parker Solar Probe flew directly into solar winds and possibly found out where they originate. Data that will help predict solar storms that disrupt Earth communications. But it doesn't say the answer where they come from. I mean, I assume they come from the sun. I think we already knew that. I probably the answer is too complex to fit in one comic strip panel with that has three facts in it. I know. <laughs> um, I didn't know. I, I had heard solar wind. I had heard of that. I don't know. I think it's just radiation, which is like little radioactive particles blowing like the wind and then our planet and then our uh magnetic system like makes it kind of not hit us in the atmosphere okay yeah that that tracks it makes sense to me (laughs) um if there's a big solar flare that hits us it might rip through the ozone and like give us all cancer and sunburn and shit yeah and it would make all our electronics like flip out so and that happened in the 1840s or something, but there was no, we didn't have tons of electricity back then. But people got all sunburnt and cancered? I guess. I don't know about that, but I'm interested. Like this thing has happened like a little over a hundred years ago. It'll may happen again and we'll be completely unprepared. 1840 was a little more than a hundred years ago. Almost, yeah. That's almost. what I said. A little more than a hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. I'm not even lying. That's uh, yeah, what I said. It's almost the 200 years to go. Right. <laughs> but it's not. That's another way to put it. I don't, know. Um, I don't even know if I got the date right, but it's 18 something. That's um, cool. What's a solar storm? 
the same thing as a solar flare? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. So um, I, if you want some more information on that fact, I guess either ask Logan or look it up yourself. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. Or ask Cornell's shit shirt means. over here. Yeah, right. That's, Making me smarter every time I look at it. That's Einstein. Gravity bends light. Whoa. I mean, that is pretty cool when you think about it. Gravity bending light. Well, yeah, I can't even <laughs> think about it, but. Which has nothing to do with E equals MC squared, but I guess those are, <laughs> I guess he came up with both of those concepts. I don't know. Wait, energy equals mass times the speed of light squared? Yeah, that doesn't mean gravity bends light. Those are two different concepts. Mass, well, there's light, speed of light. Right. Squared. Uh, equals light. Mass. Times mass equals the energy. Right. And how much bent it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> is this a force that bends light? Energy. No, that's Gravity the thing. Energy. That's, no, it's. I guess mass is. I guess mass creates energy. Mass is, creates gravity. Yeah, mass bends light. I don't know. They're two totally separate issues. You know what? <laughs> Turns out what? we're not Einstein. <laughs> what? Or Oppenheimer. Did you see Oppenheimer? No, you did. Yeah. And you loved it. Oppen it was action packed. Ooh, wow. <laughs> more like Oppen Stinker. Oppenheimer style. That's what I kept saying when I was watching the movie. Oh, that's funny. Thank I you. just got into Psy again. Have you heard his song, Daddy? He has a new song? It's like five years old now, but I'm listening to it all the time now. Ooh, <laughs> it's I like pretty that. awesome. I love Psy. I am, I am, I've never heard any song besides Ganyam style, but I love him. They're all like that, and he's good. I like him too. I just saw a video of him jumping out on a stage from a trampoline onto stage from a trampoline below stage, which was pretty cool. Got like rocketed up like a slingshot. I think it's interesting how he seems super athletic and he's always dancing like crazy, but he never lost one pound <laughs> from when yeah. he got famous. It's like he's exactly yeah. as chubby as he was. Yeah. Good for him. He's staying true. He knows what works for him and that's what works for us. The loving international audience. So true. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I wonder if Sai has a good life. He's got to have a great life. I only know his music. He seems fun. He seems cool. He yeah. hangs out with a cute chick all the time. I don't know if she's part of his group or what what do you mean are you like following him on instagram or something no every music video oh well maybe i'm racist maybe it's different chicks <laughs> that are korean no but i no, think the same no, chick is i in... think they're probably the same woman logan <laughs> yeah, I don't think sell the... yourself short <laughs> i think the same chick shows up in every video i think you can tell the difference between korean people and she you knew which i one dated was two korean women but i still don't know if they were different people but anyway <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they were on the Today Show or something, and some lady was interviewing Sai, and his little partner, that was the woman, was just doing like a strip tease the whole time. That's it was pretty awesome. fucking funny. 
That is awesome. <laughs> and and he was just ignoring her like it wasn't happening, but it's like, and what about you? Oh, oh okay, you're just <laughs> dancing. <laughs> that is so cool. God. We got to be Psy. We need to have two women stripping on the sides of us the whole show. We did anyone. before we turned the cameras on. We had women yeah. all over the place. Well, we still do, episodes. but we just got to fit them into frame. Right. They're more for our personal enjoyment. Not now, baby. Stay there. <laughs> Maybe next time. Maybe next time. They're naked now, so we didn't prepare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't want to get flagged again by YouTube because they're too jealous. Lame. Google gets jealous of how hot our stripping babes are. Chaos GPT gets mad. <laughs> Chaos GPT. Yes. You want to... Uh, do comic strips. Let's, Let's do think, it, baby. It's going to be a better way to say that. You ready to rip some strips? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lock in. Lock in. Okay, so this week, we had to bring back the two strips we read last week because it was a tie. They were both pretty funny, if I remember correctly. Yep. Well, no. <laughs> they both sucked. <laughs> you remembered wrong. Well, I'm ever the optimist when it comes to comic strips. Clearly, sometimes I'm led astray by my own brain. So, who should go first? You want to go first or shall I? You shall. I went first last time. Okay. I have uh, I have brought back in Ziggy by Tom Wilson and Tom 2, which I assume is his son. Tom II, Tom the second. Tom Jr. So Ziggy, it's a very quick one. He is opening up the door, coming back home. Right? You mm-hmm. listening to this? You hear me? No. <laughs> I should <laughs> Start over. Okay. All right. So I'm reading Ziggy by Tom Wilson and Tom. Well, I got that. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Ziggy is walking in the door from a trip. And he's got a fisherman's hat on a, like a little fish basket, you know, they put the fish in whatever those things are. Okay. Uh, um, and a fishing reel over his shoulder. He's walking in and there's a fish in a fishbowl looking at him in the house. And he says to the fishbowl, never mind where I've been. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you very much. I'll take a single man. It's pretty good. Better than I usually do. Thank you, Tom Wilson and Tom Two, the second junior. All right. Well, I've got Andy Cap. Let's see if he can beat Ziggy. Three panels. I'm ready Andy's to laugh. coming home to meet his wife, Flo. Uh-oh. She's mad. Her arms are crossed. I had a right bust up with that Barney Braithwaite last night. Now, why would you give him such a complicated last name for a comic strip? Braithwaite? Braithwaite? B-R-A-I-T-H-W-A-I-T-E. Braithwaite. I don't know. Probably common in jolly old London town. (laughs) I guess. Londinium, you mean? I had a bright... I had a right bust up with that Banny Braithwaite tonight. Who's Banny Braithwaite? He's the big fella with the lazy eye. So says the little fellow with the lazy everything. Oh, snap, Flo. 
Oh, snap. So sits the little fellow with the lazy everything. Bust up with Benny Braithwaite. This is a tough one. What do you think? I think you won. What do you think? I think you won. Oh, no. (laughs) Ah. All right. Do we bring them both in again? Might as well. All right. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Another tie. Can you believe it? We're going to go round three. A dust up for the ages. It's like the same dust up that Andy and Benny Braithwaite had just last night. Right. Right. (laughs) So buckle up. Who's going to win this ultimate showdown between Andy Cap and Ziggy? Tune in next week to find out. Until then, keep listening. Keep laughing. And and keep keep stripping. Thank you for liking and subscribing and commenting, all that jazz. And please subscribe to our Patreon to support us. It's patreon.com slash striptease podcast.